Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now, up in D.C., the new Congress starts on January 3rd. So they are coming right back to get... (laughs) Uh, the wheels moving, and blessedly, in my opinion, uh, the Republicans have eked out control of the House of Representatives, which, you know, I, I was an intern in the House when Republicans were in the minority, and then I've been up in D.C. when Republicans were in the majority, and the difference is just like night and day. God, you don't want to be in the minority. It's a miserable experience. Rob Whitman, uh, the congressman for the 1st Congressional District, uh, who has just been reelected to represent that district, including a large swath of, of central Virginia, is with us this morning. How you feeling uh, wrapping things up and then getting ready to go back uh, with, with the majority? Well, John, it's uh, you know it's it's both frustrating and exciting. Frustrating in the process we're going through now in an omnibus uh, uh, appropriations bill that's before us that you know is coming to us now from the Senate, four thousand plus pages without a whole lot of understanding and transparency with it. But the things that are in there, just massive increases of spending that just don't make a whole lot of sense and. And it's $1.7 trillion? Yes, yeah. And and so much of the spending in there, uh, you know, unnecessary. You know, listen, a great dichotomy is is the dollars that are appropriated in there for Border Patrol agents, but language saying you can't do anything to secure the border, but you can use these dollars to help process people that come across the border. Yet, on the other side, there's... There's millions and millions of dollars that are going to other countries to help defend their borders. It's that crazy, the things that we're seeing in this appropriations bill. So that's the that's the frustrating part is how things are ending up here. And it's just, I mean, if you were to come up with a nightmare about how to do things, this is what's unfolding now. Well, how come uh, versus... that's what's coming to you? Why why do you think that the Republican caucus, in the minority, granted, in mm-hmm. the Senate, yes. was not more effective at, carving out or changing the language or willing to say you know to heck with this we're we are prepared to have a fight over it yeah i I don't i don't know john there there are over a dozen i think the number was 16 or 17 republicans that voted yes on this bill and it was so full of of unnecessary spending so full of advancing unsustainable spending so full of I think very, very bad policies for the United States, not addressing the issues that we need to address. Listen, we we have to do an appropriations bill, but this is not the way to do it. You know, at the very last minute, right before a continuing resolution runs out, right before the Christmas holidays. And, John, I think this is purposeful. I, I think it's done this way to kind of force members, 
because of the holidays coming upon us yeah. and because of the threat of government shutdown during the holidays. I think all those things are, are put in, and that was the, the reason why you had another CR that pushed right up to, to today uh, that, that forces members to either say, oh, let's, let's just go ahead and say yes, instead of, as you've said months ago, saying, no, let's have these debates. Let's pass each appropriations bill individually. And listen, I, I've had a bill that I've worked on for years that's pretty simple. It says it's called the Stay on Schedule Act. It says you cannot go home for August recess until all 12 appropriations bills are done. It just makes sense. And it happens every year, John. It's been, it's been now going on 15 years since we've had an actual regular order process to adopt appropriations bills. And this is what you end up with, these massive bills that really nobody can know what's in them. You know, 4,000 pages trying to digest that in, in several days. It's, it's just it's just illogical in how you should be doing the business of this nation, especially on the heels of all this massive amount of spending that took place with COVID. I mean, you just it's just nightmarish where we find ourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a disaster looming. What happens today? I mean, this thing's going through in the House or? Yeah, I, I I think it will. I think I think you'll find most all Republicans, maybe a few of the retiring members would vote for it, but I think you'll find most all Republicans are united in voting against it. Hmm. I think the other side, though, in in unanimity, will vote in favor of it. So yes, I do think it'll it'll pass the House, and and then that'll be done for another year, and that'll be up to Republicans uh, in the House next year to begin that effort to actually get our arms around what needs to happen with this federal appropriations. I mean, it's unsustainable, the path that we are on, and we're going to have to make some difficult decisions about what to spend and what not to spend. And, you know, this is, this is John, a debt that's not going to be, be on the shoulders of you and I. It's going to be on the shoulders of our children and our children's children, which is just you know, really very concerning to me as I look at my grandchildren, you know, and, and know what they're going to be facing in the in the years to come. It's just incredible. Yeah. I, I think there's every reason to be worried, if not pessimistic, about what the country looks like economically in 20 or 25 years, not to mention the the cultural shift that we're funding. You know, what, what troubles me, and I don't, does your caucus talk about this? Um, it, the Republicans just won in November. Yes. And if this goes through, this funds for a year. So the leverage is is lost if this goes through. Um, and and clearly, as you point out at the beginning of this interview, the the agenda items that are funded and the language for where the money is going to go is appears to be all directed at left wing Democrats and their priorities. So I. I you know, if, if you've got 24 months, once you get elected, you've got 24 months before you've got to run again. It's a, it's a pretty brutal system here where you can never really govern. You're always having to run for election. I mean, at some point, don't you think the the Republican caucus would say, guys, it's all or nothing here. We're, 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 the ship is going down, and this is the time to mutiny if we're going to mutiny. Maybe that's well, not a it, good example. Well, John, we're, we're going to have to get out there and really – work every minute of every day of every day of the next two years to talk to the American people about what the choices are. And the choices are a path of unsustainable spending, of massive growth of government, 
of intrusions into into individual uh, liberties and freedoms that that are not in any way, shape, or form in line with what this nation is all about. So I think there is going to be a very, very stark choice, and we need to have that conversation with folks every day, and we need to stand by what I believe is the effort to limit the size and scope of government, and it begins with the appropriations process. Yeah. You know, that's that's the most powerful tool that the House has. And every minute of every day between now and when when we get a budget done, and by the way, uh, this current Congress hasn't adopted a budget in the last two years. So how do you how do you run a country without even adopting a budget? So we have to get back to the fundamentals of of doing our job in what's called regular order. Make sure these appropriations bills go through committee. Make sure they come to the floor with the ability to um, to amend, so we can debate these issues and get these things done on time. This omnibus bill. John will make it much more difficult for us because the Senate agreed with the increase in defense spending. And listen, I do believe that we need to increase what we spend on defending this country because of the multiple threats we face around the world. But what happened with that is they also leveraged every dollar increase in defense spending with a dollar increase in non-defense spending. Mm, so God. now our job so so now the top line for next year is so much higher our job is even tougher trying to reduce spending because you've already had this massive increase in 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 the top line. So it it's you know I don't underestimate how tough the job is going to be to make significant reductions in the federal budget and as you said much of what's in there this year you know, is just going to start into next year, and our job is going to be to look at those things and, and, and ask the question, is this a need or is this a want? Is this nice or is this necessary? Yeah. So those are those are the questions that we're going to have to ask, and we're going to have to have the conversation with the American people about, you know, the size and scope of their government, because the track that we're on is not sustainable. Yeah. How's how's the leadership looking? Um, are we still discussing who the speaker is going to be, or is or with with the Trump endorsement of McCarthy, you think everything's a done deal? Listen, I I think there's still conversations going on. I still there's, think there's still some folks that uh, that have some issues with, with with Kevin. So I think the conversation continues. Uh, I don't you know like anything up here, nothing is ever really a done deal. So mm-hmm. I don't think that that's a, that that's a done deal. I think that conversations will will continue. I do think ultimately Kevin becomes the speaker, um, but with a narrow majority, you know, it's going to be a dynamic process and conversations I think will take place all the way up till January the 3rd. And the majority leader? Uh, yeah, Steve, Steve Scalise, well, yes. you know, unanimously was the majority leader. So I think Steve, Steve will be there as a majority leader. Yeah. And then, of course, Tom Emmer was elect, elected as majority whip. So those will be the, the three key leaders. So it's just at the top leaders. where we're really discussing. Yeah, it's just at the top where there's some folks that have said that they, you know, would not vote for Kevin or that they are questioning whether or not they would vote for Kevin. And, of course, yeah. with 222 and you're needing 218 unless somebody just votes present, then the numbers obviously – you know, are really close there. That's a, that's right. a pretty small factor. So you can't afford to lose any more than four votes. And and you know, the numbers are about the number of people voting for some for a person. But remember the math too. That even if some folks you know just vote present, there are I believe with Don Byers' death, and I'm, I'll stand corrected if the numbers are wrong. But I think the Democrats are at two thirteen, 
And so, you know, you, you so so you can't drop below two thirteen right, right. Uh, number of individuals voting for Kevin McCarthy. In other words, you, you know, e- even for somebody voting for somebody else, if you have either voting for somebody else or voting for or just voting present, you know, yeah. if that number drops below two thirteen, hmm. then whoever the Democrats are voting for, which is most likely Hakeem Jeffries, becomes the speaker. So oh, it's boy. a pretty, <laughs> it's 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 a it's a it's it's a pretty pretty you know. <laughs> don't don't even scare me with that. Uh, I know it's a pretty high risk proposition up. when you talk about right. you know all the machinations that can go right. on. But I think ultimately Kevin becomes speaker. Congressman Rob Whitman uh, reelected from the first congressional district, the new district, which includes a lot of uh, the folks listening to us on WRVA. I enjoyed seeing you so much this year, and I will look forward to talking to you again in January, Congressman. John, we look forward to it. And you uh, and your entire family have a very, very blessed Christmas and a joyous New Year, and and enjoy yourself. I know you're excited about going on your vacation and celebration of your 50th birthday, so we wish you all the best there and wish you God's continued blessings. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.